Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Let's start with Conor Lally, the crime and security editor of the Irish Times. Because, Conor, while there were lots of people charged in relation to the Dublin riots of November in their immediate aftermath, there has been another step taken in the investigation over the last day or so. Tell us about this, please. Yeah, as you say, um, during the riots, on the day of the riots, there was uh, 34 people arrested and 24 of those have already been before the court and charged, Matt. But obviously there was hundreds of people involved on the day and um, on the evening in question and there was always going to be a very uh, large-scale guard inquiry to try and find out who those people were and to charge them. And today, really, we had the first of, the, of those um, follow-up operations that we expected. Two people were detained. One of them is a man in his late 20s and the other one, we understand, is a, is a teenage man. Um, now, one of them is being questioned on suspicion that he was uh, responsible for an arson attack on one of the two Garda cars um, that were set on fire in the O'Connor street area on the day in question and then the other man um, he is suspected of a range of crimes, things like fray, criminal damage and so on. Um, so as I say, these are the first two people now that have been uh, detained by the guards for questioning during this follow-up operation. And we should emphasise they have not been charged as yet, have they? They haven't been charged. Um, they're still being held. They were detained uh, this morning and they can be held for up to 24 hours without charge. So no, they, had, they um, haven't been charged as of yet. And that's two. How many more could there be who will be arrested, arrested and possibly charged? Well, I mean, the Guardi have estimated that there were that there were at least 250 people involved in really hardcore violence on the night. Um, so that's a lot of people. Now, obviously, the inquiry is going to be complicated by the fact that a lot of these people, you know, appear to come pre-prepared. They had things like hats on, scarves and so on, hiding um, their faces. So it is really it has really been a question for the guards of going through all of the various, you know, CCTV images, um, clips that even appeared on uh, social social media and so on, to try and ascertain who these people are, uh, try and identify them and try and gather evidence against them. Now, Sorry, Conor, can I just ask you there, is CCT evidence on its own, is that likely to be good enough or do people, will people be required to swear statements that they saw these people doing the things that they have been accused of? Well, certainly over the last um, couple of months, we have had a process where all the guardy that were on duty that evening were, uh, have, you know, lodged um, statements to the investigating team. Um, anybody that they recognised would have been in those statements. Um, what the guardy will do as well is they will circulate, um, um, you know, CCTV images, screen grabs and so on within the internal guard portal. And what happens then is every single guard in Ireland gets that. And if you have local knowledge of the people that you deal with in your area, you may you may be able to spot those people on the footage. But it is literally a question of going through all of this. Um, sometimes CCTV footage, even good quality uh, cameras, um, the identification of people is not always easy. Um, so, uh, you know, we do expect there to be more charges. We expect a lot of, of arrests. But I think it 
would be naive to think that everybody's going to be caught, um, even the people that, you know, carried out uh, serious crimes. A lot of these offences were done during the dark. Um, some of the cameras wouldn't be of great quality to capture these images. And then, you, as I say, you also had uh, people wearing things like scarves and hats and all of that. Um, so, you know, some of these people will be harder to catch. However, um, as we speak now, Gardy believe that apart from the two people that they that they're holding for uh, questioning at present, there are at least 15 other people that um, who they believe they know who those people are, and these people are suspected of some of the very serious incidents that uh, took place, and that would include you know setting vehicles on fire, setting the Lewis um, tram on fire, so. They are focusing on what they regard as the worst crimes that were carried out on the day, and they believe they have a fairly sizable group of people um, in the frame for those. And then it's just a question then, Mass, of just keep pouring over all of these images, all of these photos, and just trying to catch more people. The people that were charged in the immediate aftermath of the riots in November, mm. when are their cases likely to be heard? Well, as I say, there were 34 of those, um, and 24 of them have been charged. So 24 of them have, have, you know, the majority of that 24, would um, they have already been before the courts. But as we've spoken about before, um, I'm afraid these cases take a long time to kind of, you know, journey through the courts. Um, I don't believe any of those have been, you know, closed off on in the courts. And these will probably go through the courts uh, during the course of the next uh, year or so. Some of the more serious ones may take longer than that. Um, but it will be a lengthy process, um, which is frustrating, I think. And I think probably a lot of people tuned in now, they will be frustrated by the fact that the first two arrests um, during the follow-up operation have only taken place two months after after the riots. Um, but as I say, there are challenges here in trying to get absolutely cast iron evidence that the people that you are targeting are actually the people in the footage. Um, and that can be very complicated. Okay, well, I like to that, of course, these riots all started after that very disturbing incident on uh, Parnell Square in which Three children were injured and a carer of them. And of course, we do know that there are very serious charges have been preferred against an individual in relation to that. Uh, But tell us please about the worrying news about the child who was most seriously injured. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure everyone will recall that a five-year-old girl, um, she was the one that was, you know, really seriously injured. Um, She actually remains in Temple Street Hospital and she has been there uh, for the last uh, two months. Now, we got some, you know, which I thought was unexpected, uh, positive news towards the end of last year um, that she had been taken off ICU and she was in a regular ward at the hospital. Now, unfortunately, in the last 24 hours or so, uh, the news has emerged that she's back in ICU. So her recovery has definitely taken a step backwards. Um, Exactly what that step back is, we don't know. But certainly going back onto the ICU ward is not good news for her. Um, As I say, she was really seriously injured. uh, You know, a very small child. So, you know, we hope that she will be okay. And that this step back is only a short term one. And then the others who were injured at the time, the other children, they were discharged from hospital in November. And just remind us about their carer. Yes, she was also very seriously injured, but she has been discharged from hospital. Um, She's out of hospital now about four and a half weeks or so. Um, There were grave concerns for her as well, um, but she is at home now and she is um, continuing to recover. And the man who stands accused of these 
crimes is still in hospital, or sorry, still awaiting trial, is he? He is awaiting trial. He has been charged. He was in um, hospital as well for quite some time. He was overpowered at the scene. He's a 50-year-old man, or originally from Algeria, but he actually is an Irish uh, citizen and has been for quite some time. Um, he is being held in remand, um, awaiting his trial date. Thank you very much, Connor Lally, Crime and Security Editor with the Irish Times. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.